That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns and Ryan Thornton. What up? Hello to the people. Joining us from the Quantum of Echoes is Brian Thornton, who is still in his new house, in his new palatial estate, uh, still fixing up the room. So enjoy the echoes uh, and know that one day he'll just buy a blanket and we won't have to suffer through this. This isn't even the right room. I have to wait until I'm in the right room. It's a it's a it's a stir of echoes. It's a good movie. Ah, good. Good. It's a a good movie. It's a movie. It's good. It's movie. Listen, listen, first and foremost, as far as Kevin Bacon films go, it's definitely a good film. As far as Kevin Bacon horror goes, definitely upper echelon Kevin Bacon horror. And it's an all around just fine, good movie. It's not like the trashiest film. It's not for it's not forgettable. Unlike another movie we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I maintain Stir of Echoes, good movie. On the uh, the nerdy docket today, uh, we're just going to kind of reflect a little bit of the nerdy things that got us through 2020. And we're also going to be, as Brian just uh, delightfully teased, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984. It hit HBO Max or maybe a theater if you were crazy enough to go. Uh, and uh, we're going to give our thoughts on it. So. Let's just start off with acknowledging the fact that 2020 is over. Hurrah, huzzah, hooray, yay. Uh, But let's talk a little bit about uh, the fact that because it was such a trying year, a lot of nerdy things just kind of had to make up for all the stuff that we missed. There were no movies that were really coming out. Couldn't go out. Couldn't really do a lot of stuff. So wanted to take the opportunity to kind of talk about those five things that just kind of got you through it. Uh, so, Josh, would you like to go first, or, or would you like me to go first? You, you go ahead. You well, first you go, and then I'll go, and you oh. talk, 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 talk. Right. And I'm, oh, now it's my turn. Right. And then at some point, <laughs> and then at some point, the the Brian goes, oh well, you already said this thing, and I said, yeah, sure, okay, but that's my thing now too. That's so right. Thanks for saying it because now that's my thing that I didn't prepare. Right. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, thought I start off with just going through my five things uh, that that got me through 2020, and uh, the first one. Uh, I got kind of after the whole lockdown came on. And just so you know, at the end of the year, I actually ended up purchasing four of these things. The Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch got me through everything that was going on in 2020 with uh, getting Animal Crossing, which was uh, an absolute delight uh, to play, uh, finding some old games and put them on. And then uh, just recently, Mario Maker 2, uh, getting my kids involved with more gaming. Uh, I ended up buying four in this way. I bought my Switch, main console Switch. I bought a Switch Lite for my niece, a Switch Lite for my daughter, and then my brother and my sister-in-law for their wedding, I bought them a Nintendo Switch. So they're so hard to find. I ended up buying Yet four throughout the entire pay year. you $5 to Plex. <laughs> I won't give $5 to Plex. End up selling the Switch Lite, too, That might that might because my daughter didn't play with it. Uh, so I, I do now only own one, but uh, yeah, I bought four of these things. I, I, Brian, you talked about your millennial rooftop parties, and since they weren't happening uh, this year, I do feel like I missed out on some of the Switch culture. Uh, just you, just you did. Out. You you missed the uh, the 
hookah and Mario Kart extravaganza on the roof. <laughs> um, it's quite quite the time we talked about craft beer and uh, who could make their mustache twirl even greater than than who whoever uh, whoever Dick Dastardly is. If anybody knows who Dick Dastardly is anymore, I do. Uh, one of the really fun things I had was my my wife's friends. They they don't live in the area. Uh, so uh, when we were first starting off with all this, about once a week, we'd have a little Zoom session. We play Mario Kart together and just kind of do do some of that online gaming. And it was nice to do that. I hadn't done in a few years, and it was just nice to kind of reignite that uh, and get that going. So the Switch was a godsend, and it just really kind of got me through uh, what we had this year. Second one I had was I, I got a I got a Raspberry Pi. Uh, tiny computer uh, for Christmas the year past in 2019. About to say, Raspberry Pi is delicious. It's delicious. But this is a little tiny, it's the size of a credit card uh, computer. Uh, and at first it was, I don't know, I'll, I'll run Plex off of it. I'll run the movie stuff. Uh, but it's it's such a, a tiny little computer, it's not made to do that for other people. So it, it kind of failed. So I kind of looked at this thing and said, what do I want to do? And I loaded up with an emulator. Yeah, emulator. Got to be an emulator. Yeah. Oh, man. And I loaded up N64, uh, NES, SNES, Sega. I mean, you name it. I just loaded thousands of games. Yep. Makes sense. Got a wireless uh, controller and used my Xbox One for for my daughter. And we played old games. And let me tell you, the game that I I had nostalgia for and wanted to play and no idea that my seven-year-old was going to care about it was Gauntlet Legends for the <laughs> N64. Oh, gosh. That if was if you play Gauntlet Legends, it kind of reminds me of what the um, like what the, the Marvel uh, games are, where they do like the big... Marvel um, Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance, exactly. Uh, the, the precursor to some of those. And there's other games that are, are like this, but Gauntlet Legends was the first for me. Uh, and uh, doing on the Raspberry Pi was just so much fun, and now I have other projects with it. So uh, it was perhaps uh, my, my nerdiest thing uh, that I did this year. And then my third one was uh, I got into Plex and uh, starting running a, a, a little media server, my own private little Netflix. So if I'm out and about and I want to watch my my movies, uh, I, I can do that. It was helpful at the DMV when I had to renew my license and then getting to share some of that content with, uh, you know, some other people uh, like my parents. They wanted to watch a movie. I had the movie was able to put it up on there so that way they can watch it. Super fun. And then my number four was Disney Plus. Poof. Disney Plus gave me so much value for this year, uh, not only with The Mandalorian, uh, watching Soul on Christmas, which was uh, an, an absolutely fantastic movie. Really enjoyed it, but also just kind of finding. Can we talk about that? Because I really enjoyed that movie. That was a good movie. We can talk can about we it for that a minute. Instead of the other thing. <laughs> no, I don't think we can. I don't think we can. We can talk about it afterward. Uh, the Disney Plus really, when when we talked about this, started off with, I don't care about the Disney back catalog. I don't care about the movies that are locked up and I can't watch. Uh, but with everything that happened this year, from Frozen 2 being put on there early, Onward being put on there early, uh, man, I, I got my value out of, out of that streaming service. And I can see why it has exploded uh, to the point that it has. And it's been really fun to... Uh, to, to to binge that content and to to see some of the stuff that the House of Mouse has to offer, uh, and I'm uh, really excited to continue to see how it's going to grow. And then I got stuck on number five, and and I couldn't think it through, but I but I'm gonna I'm gonna shoehorn two into one. Uh, it's my AirPods Pro. Why do you always have to cheat 
Whenever oh, we do no, this, oh no, shit, no, no, it's like John Cusack in uh, High Fidelity. Like he just whenever we do this, number excuse, five excuse was me. just a toss in. My 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 cheating here. How many honorable mentions? How many honorable mentions? Just name you put one. On Choose one. My AirPods Pro. Right. Use them all the time. Love watching TikTok with them. They sound fantastic. TikTok is my number five six. Shut up. <laughs> And uh, they Pick are one, just, AirPods Pro or TikTok. Yes, and they are and fan- not TikTok because TikTok's fine. And it's fan- <laughs> we can share. <laughs> no, we can't. Uh, but they are fantastic. So now I, I turn the floor over to to you two. Want to hear kind of what were the five nerdy things yeah. I got you through twenty twenty? All right, all right. So uh, you know, uh, roller coaster of a year. I will say, uh, cooking my my family's and my own. Has been a, a big a big part of this year. Uh, Laura makes fantastic bread, and has and has been making you know quite a few other things that have that have gotten us through. Uh, it used to be that I did all the cooking in the house, and it's been wonderful to share that with Laura over the past uh, you know nine months ish. How many did you buy any new sous vide or new piece of tech to to help do that cooking? No, I mean I, I already had. Um, two sous vide circulators, two setups. Um, I did, you know, sort of relocate that out of my kitchen into the garage. So I have like a whole countertop where I can do crap. The countertop has like uh, a single sous vide circulator uh, setup. It has my coffee grinder, um, a kitchen scale and, um, you know, a cutting board. So like I, I can like go to Costco, buy the things, do all the work out in the garage um, you know, vacuum seal and freeze because we have the the second fridge in the garage there. Right. Um. So I have sort of a whole second prep station, and and my sous vide setup is is out there so that it frees up the counter. Some um, men have a nerd. Oh, it has the a- uh. There also the air fryer is on that oh. countertop as well. So yeah, well, I, you know, lot, lot, lots of cooking obviously with two kids. Um. So that was thing number one. Thing number two. Um, tattoos. I've spent the last um, year or so, nine months, especially since March, um, really f- finishing my my lower right leg. Um, lots of Doctor Who themed stuff, and uh, I just uh, recently, uh, two weeks, week and a half ago, added the uh, bat signal. Um, completing my lower leg. Um, tattoos got me through coffee. Um, I subscribe to uh, Trade Coffee. There's different um, – I get a, a different shipment from a different roaster every three weeks. It's fantastic, and I use – you know, I've, I've got several, you know, um, French presses. I have a, um, a really nice drip coffee maker, which I never use anymore uh, because I use my Chemex all the time, which is fantastic. Um my job actually um, super super flexible and innovative company that kept me engaged um, this whole time, which is um, kind of spectacular. Um, and I, I joined TikTok um, November of last year, so I, I've been on TikTok for for longer than telling all you fools how awesome it was and being told uh, I'm a 16 year old and I should grow up. And now all of you are on Tech Three. Welcome. Just to say, you amazing. you are a sixteen year old girl, and you do need to grow up. I just well, want well, to stay on message. Want to um, stay on brand? Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. You've you've <laughs> stayed you've stayed on brand. Uh, I'm I'm continuing 
Um, the tra- I've I've actually decided to uh, just go all in uh, with the tattoos. Uh, I'm going to get tattooed um, from the, the from the mid thigh down on both legs, um, as well as uh, from the elbow up on both arms, and I will ultimately get my chest and back done once all that is over. So Zoe and my my niece. Uh, Sophia are designing um, knee tattoos for me as we speak. Wow! So I'm, 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 uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm in. It's. Uh, I just, I just have to, I have to commit and get it. I have appointments at at my uh, with the tattoo artist um, every other um, March and April, and I'll make more as we go. But that's, I'm, I'm in. The the nerdy leg on on Josh right now is is pretty damn impressive. I think we put a few pictures up on Instagram. Maybe we'll throw up a, a little more if you want. But uh, you also got this show's logo that that our our heads tattooed on your body. Well, we we've been. I mean, we've been doing this since 2014. I mean, yeah. it's 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 been a long time. Um, it's a big part of my life. Um, and the this show has. Um, really allowed me to be who I am for quite some time. So it 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 just made sense as a brand um, to to put it on me. So it's there. I'm gonna draw a hand turkey. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to put that on your body somewhere, <coughs> right on the. I'll let you choose the place. Right on, just... right on an ass cheek. I think it would really do, do a, a hand, turkey. hand turkey. That's good. A hand yeah. turkey. Yes. <laughs> you said you're in. I'm I'm gonna design it. Expect mm-hmm. expect a drawing in the mail in the next week. <laughs> okay. Now, Brian, oh, is I, it my turn? Brian, I know just just like almost like the blockbuster that we used to do when movies were a thing. I know you you sat by candlelight and, and masterfully uh, handcrafted uh, this. Uh. Oh wait, no, you just did this in the last minute. Okay, what were the five nerdy things or five things that kind of got you through through twenty twenty? I want to be uh, on the record as saying I was not one of the people calling you a sixteen year old girl, Josh, and I am very grateful that you got me to sign up for TikTok because it. Uh, <laughs> It most certainly is one of my five. Um, <clears throat> and and, and I, I consume all of my news through there now, too. It's just wonderful. I don't have to do anything um, except scroll at, for things at a minute, a minute or less at a time. Anywho, so that's number – well, that's one of them. In no particular order or in an <laughs> order that will surprise you. Right, yes, yes. TikTok is one of them, and I won't belabor the point. It's wonderful. Um, and I wish I had stock in TikTok before this whole thing. I'll tell you that they're not a publicly um, traded company. You have to get ByteDance, no. right? Isn't ByteDance the publicly traded company? Uh, yeah, t- TikTok is not publicly. Traded. Well, anyway, anyway, um, I, I, I had, a, I had the rest of my brain, and now they all left. Oh, um, CJ, you said your Switch, and as much as I love my Switch, I found myself not playing it that much this year. I played my PlayStation Four a ton. Um, so that's definitely on there. I played the newest Avengers game, which was awesome. I played hours of Fall Guys and got frustrated as hell. I played Red Dead Redemption again for funsies. Like a lot of a lot of hours poured into uh, my my PlayStation Four, my Peloton bike. <laughs> oh God! <clears throat> Otherwise, I would most certainly have ballooned up during this entire time. Um. It has. It most certainly has been a godsend. I'm not gonna lie, and it's. I don't need to. You see the commercials. It's the new year. You're seeing commercials for it all the time. I don't need to plug Peloton. Um, <clears throat> board games. 
even though I don't have anyone to play them, I keep buying them. Because it's... <laughs> Because it's therapeutic. And now I have all of these board games that I have not played yet that as soon as all this bullshit is over, I'm going to play the hell out of them. Did you get your Strombad? Uh, I did. I have Trogdor. Did you get your Homestar Runner? Yeah, I've got the Trogdor board game. I just picked up um, the newest version of Villainous, the uh, Marvel version of Villainous. I have the several Funko-verse uh, pop games that I bought this year. I bought a game called Illusion. I kickstarted a Marvel United game for um, <clears throat> money, and <laughs> there there's several boxes coming to me of expansions for that. Um, so yeah, that I bought them. Like I have so many games. Like we need to orchestrate a game night when we can see each other in person because I can't play these games virtually, unfortunately. Um, but I keep buying them because they they look great and they look like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and you know, Synergy, I found some of these games on TikTok because I follow board game reviews on TikTok, and I'm like, I want to play that game. I go and buy it, and then I'm like, oh wait, I have no one to play with. All right, well I'll, I'll wait. So that's that's what we're doing. Um, and then I think that was uh, that was four, four right? So five. <clears throat> uh, can I just say my TV? My TV. <laughs> and all the things that are hooked up into it. I like I, I couldn't even uh I, I couldn't focus in on one thing streaming because <clears throat> it's just been uh I've been pinballing back and forth. I've and I have the Yeah, all. it's been it's been nonstop background noise. I can't I, I I should have tracked everything that I've watched. I didn't um, because there's just – I've watched everything. I've watched everything not named The Mandalorian in, <laughs> I, in the I, past year. I got to tell you, I, I've watched – so as we were discussing before, I've watched all the Star Wars so far in order up to Mandalorian. So I watched Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, all seven seasons of Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, four seasons of Rebels, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and now I'm on Mandalorian. But, like, I watched a ton of stuff through HBO Max, like movies I've never seen before, a couple shows I've never seen before. Um, I signed up for Shudder because I'm, you know, all into horror now, and that's yeah. five bucks a month. It's got some really interesting programming on there. Um, still have not watched anything on Apple TV+. Plus. And I have it. I just it's just there. I have. I keep either. forgetting. I keep forgetting it exists because I like yeah. I'm watching all this other stuff. For all I mankind is actually <clears throat> really good. I, I would I would highly recommend for all mankind. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's it's Ron Moore who yeah. did the the remake of Battlestar Galactica, which I freaking love and fan, it is fantastic. Um, and then like what? Oh, oh yeah, and there's a new so like so if I'm not streaming something and it's on the cable. It's always on HGTV. Like, that's just... <laughs> that's because you bought a new palatial estate, so HGTV The TV is, has yeah. not left HGTV since I got married. I, like, it's, it's just... For, for me, if it's, if it's, like, if it's not sports and it's on regular TV, it's just Food Network. So, the th that's the other thing, Josh. It's not, if it's not HGTV, it's Food Network. So, we pinball back and forth. And now I'm seeing all these ads for Discovery Plus. And I'm like, ooh, another plus. Oh. I must add this to my, <laughs> to my plus true. collection. <laughs> so, that's like five bucks a month. And that launches on, on Monday. And, uh, and like, 
Cassandra's like, we don't need that. Like, I'm fine watching. I'm like, but it's the same five episodes of my lottery dream home. Don't you want to watch something else? So, like, I'm looking at spending another five bucks just to watch more Property Brothers. Because why the hell not? Anyway, streaming has been awesome this year. Yeah, it's 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 definitely taken a place of, of some of the movies and things that, you know, we missed and things that got delayed for it. It's it's also, Josh, to your point, too, another like looking at your Netflix queue going, Oh my god. I think I've watched it all. I don't know. I don't know what else I have left. Honestly, I, I Does haven't... anyone have a queue anymore? Does anybody actually do a list or they they just go through the categories? No, and I and I haven't I haven't watched anything on Netflix in quite some time. Queen's Not Gambit nothing. was the last thing I watched. And that was, that right, was actually that relatively was, recently. And that was the last thing I watched as well. Queen's Gambit was fantastic and and anyone who hasn't watched that should um and anyone yeah, anyone who was thinking about watching the new, the new mutants uh the chick from the chick from the queen's gambit is the, maybe the only reason to watch that and you still shouldn't oh so what's her name anna taylor lord or so don't like so don't um but yeah uh there hasn't been anything uh really new or exciting on netflix i've been just watching i, I started rewatching how i met your mother again mm-hmm. um uh you know, I, I think I forgot how poorly acted that show was. It's really, really very poorly acted. It's not good. Um, so, that it, you know, it's still funny because, right. you know, you've got Neil Patrick Harris and how can you not love him? But not not good. I, I have watched all 13 seasons of Ink Master uh, in the past uh, month or so, <laughs> um, as well as all of their spinoffs. That's um, the tattoo competition, right? Y- yeah, yes. Ink as Master, we heard. Ink Josh Master. is very much into the tattoo lifestyle. It's like, right? yeah, it's, like I, Ameri- it's America's top model for tattoo. I watch. Right, I yes. watch. Zoe watches it with me. She loves it. It's great. It's awesome. We 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 hang out. We watch together. It's very cool. I've watched all their spinoffs. Um, and now I went like I went to. I started watching Miami Inc., which is a show that aired in two thousand five. Is that um, the one with the the they like? They run the shop, and the one guy is just like Yoji's a, an apprentice learning. Yoji's the dude. apprentice, yeah, yeah, that's um, a great Omni fucking James. show. So it, it that's where Chris uh. Nunez got his start. Chris, Nunez, right? Yes, uh, one of the judges from Ink Master, um, got his start on Miami Ink he, after he'd been tattooing for thirteen years or whatever. But um, it, very cool show that like that spawned LA Ink with Kat Von D. I'll watch that later. Yeah. Um, but like that, like that's the thing is I've just gone back to all these older shows. I, I, I rewatched, um, West wing in its entirety, the Sopranos in its entirety, boardwalk empire, the wire. I've watched all of the shows. I watched Homeland start to finish. I, I watched oh, everything this year, shows. everything. There's not, I have nothing left to watch. I've watched watch all the great food truck race. I've watched all the movies. I've watched all the shows. Uh, I very much need something new. And my my wife and I have a we literally have a list that we share on our, our Apple well, of shows Josh, that we need to watch. Go ahead. What? Sign up for Discovery Plus on Monday and you'll <laughs> no. have plenty of new shows to watch. No, I, I won't I won't do that. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Right. You can have the Guy Fieri, he's got a whole show on there, I'm just saying. I I get it. I didn't I didn't all like, all I didn't like Guy Fieri f- when he was cool to like Josh, all the flavor town you want. All of it. The the one thing that I thought was going to be around more to, to get me through this, but then disappeared was uh SGN. Some good news with John Krasinski. 
came out at the beginning of the year and God, did we need it? And it was delightful and silly and it just brought out the best in, in what was going on. And then it got sold to what Viacom or CBS. It went away. It came back company. for it came back for Christmas. Uh, he did an episode with the the Rock, but um, I really wanted that to be around more. I, th- I thought it was such a a great premise and a great thing to do. And I realized John's got his own thing to do, like maybe the Fantastic Four soon. Who knows? Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But I uh, really, really wanted to see more of that. So it was definitely something I was like, I wish we had more of that. That would have gotten me through a little bit more of these. Well, something that I thought was going to get me through that left abruptly was uh, was Quibi. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I did get hours of entertainment making fun of it, but it was there that and was, gone. That was definitely gone too soon. You know what? I, I will say the one thing, though, that I really thought was going to get me through 2020 and ended up being a complete dud was my uh, AMC 2020 popcorn bucket. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I didn't even that get to use to it. Suck. I purchased the pop the bucket without any popcorn just so I could have it. And you still uh, get $5. It's a, it's a slow zoom. Like, you know, the the the... The movie slow zoom in on his empty popcorn bucket in the corner of the room with the sad music playing. Just the sad Hulk music. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I mean, in the in the bucket's defense, you can make your own popcorn <laughs> and put it in the bucket. I mean, <laughs> you're just wasting a perfectly good bucket. <laughs> As if buckets needed defending. Here's Excuse Brian. me, Your Honor. I, uh, Ms. Brian Thornton, representing the bucket. <laughs> just say, I feel like this bucket is getting a bad rap. I just, <laughs> you want people though, I, for the bucket? <laughs> uh, AMC has said, "Hey, hashtag you, I stand with the bucket. I stand with the bucket." Uh, AMC has said that if you bought the uh, bucket, the 2020 bucket, they will honor it in 2021. To which I said, great, are you going to honor it again in 2022? I'm not going to the fucking movies <laughs> in 2021. We're, guys, at this point, we're looking at maybe like a fall launch. Can I, so, can I have an eternity bucket? Could this be good for a few years? Jesus. Oh, man. Thanos snapped and half my life went away. <laughs> what, what happened? Objection, Your Honor. That doesn't represent the bucket very well. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> All right, it is now time to talk about our second half, which is it is time to get our impressions on Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman 1984 uh, premiered on Christmas Day on HBO Max and also in theaters. Uh, I'd love to get some first impressions and then we can kind of dive into the movie. Uh, and Brian, I will I will let you go. What, what was your first impression after watching the movie? What movie? <laughs> Wait, that kind of show folks that no freaking show. joke my wife said what are you guys going to talk about tonight i said oh wonder woman 1985 because i couldn't remember the title <laughs> of the movie and i got the year wrong that's my impression of this movie joshua um i i stopped watching it with uh 14 minutes remaining um, oh, no, you missed the best part. Wait, and I and I feel happened. like I feel like I didn't miss anything at all. Um, I have to know what what was the viewing experience. We didn't even ask Brian. We tried how long ball. until I, you fell asleep. I, ne- I I nearly nodded off. Um, Did you I, make it twenty minutes? I yeah yeah yeah. So I like damn you know, it. I lost. Yeah, I had I had coffee and and was watching the movie, 
um, by myself. Uh, Laura was all pissed off because she was like, wait, you watched it without me? I was like, well, I started it. I thought you and Zoe were going to watch it together. I didn't know you, you know, whatever. Um, so, but it took, you know, I had to sort of break it up into sessions because it was pretty awful. Um, and uh, I still haven't finished it. I really have no oh, wow. desire to finish it. My That's my impression. Is okay. Blech. I'm going to come back to you because I have many questions for you. Uh, <laughs> that sound. This, just this movie was, uh, how do I say this? Uh, just completely forgettable. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I still forget plot details. Uh, there was some color, but I think they used most of it on their posters. And um, uh, there was color, but like uh, it, not, was, it wasn't like a drab, it wasn't like a like, Snyder uh, colors. Yes, bullshit. Right. Like, it, it, it was the color red came through, which was great to see. <sighs> right. Like uh, I, I thought there was some this started off with this could be something and then just shot the bed the entire way through. And and I, I forget I'm going to forget this movie. Uh, so I, I feel like I'm going to get that time back because it's it's, it's not going to exist in my head anymore. But uh, wow, it was pretty pretty disappointing, uh, especially with all the hype. wasn't wasn't good. So where did you leave off, Josh? Is my question. Where did you stop? Fifteen minutes beforehand. Yeah, he I probably don't, stopped. I don't remember. Uh, right after he stopped. Um, did they do the invisible jet? No, no, no. He yeah, he yeah, yeah. Saw I saw the jet. invisible jet. He saw yeah. the invisible jet. He saw all of Egypt. He probably stopped right as they were getting back to DC. Which uh, you know, how does a guy who had trouble flying <laughs> World was- War One planes hop in a jet, which happens to be parked? At, was it at the Smithsonian? The Smithsonian. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, I I didn't know they had jets there or a runway. How, how does he hop in a fighter jet? Uh, and is like, oh, I know how to do this. Yep. Um, Considering he, you know, he flew I, that's planes, it's not, right? it's not it's not actually my my biggest my biggest problem my my biggest problem um, was uh, like um, more on a like an empowerment uh, element. Believe it or not, like uh, if you're gonna start a movie with the lesson that like like greatness is earned, don't take shortcuts, right? Don't take shortcuts. Greatness is right. And then, and then, you know, this, I mean, Wonder Woman is, is sort of like that. She's, she's the aspiration, right? She's, she's the vision of good. Um, This is what all girls aspire to be. She's the, the picture of powerful woman. And, and I agree in most cases she is, except for the way that they wrote her in this movie where she just can't let go of this man, which is horseshit. For 70 years, she's been like she's been Chris pining over this guy. I just Uh, I I, I'm I'm I don't understand how you predicate an entire movie on these feelings that this superior being is incapable of relinquishing. I don't get it. That was a big thing for me was the, 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 the opening is young Diana doing this decathlon race thing. Right. And she takes a shortcut and it said, no, you lost. You know, don't take shortcuts, do things the right way. And that's when you're that's when you know you'll be ready to win. Right. That's when you know it. That's when you're honest with it. You can go. And, and then they forgot and they the never, lesson. They never did anything. <laughs> it never with that. gets brought up. That entire scene is nope. completely useless. It's, yes. It but really it started just, out so with, great. With Didn't the, the movie start of, out so great? 
What was the shortcut she took in the movie? None. No, first and t- foremost, first and foremost, the, the that scene does not. The, wish. the shortcut was. I mean, that was the the that, wish is like, the metaphor for the shortcut, right? But, but she didn't know it was how wish. She didn't the, know. That's the thing. Right, yeah. Right. She right. didn't know. She didn't a, know. B. That that scene does not come up in, in any in any way, with the exception of she says it in 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 the fifteen minutes that you missed, Josh. She says it's a cheetah for what for reasons for no reason at all. Right. Um, it feels like they got to the end of the movie and they're like, well, shit, we need to make this we gotta tie connect together. somehow. So let's have her say the same thing that Robin Wright said. It's like it's like they were like, you know who was great? Robin Wright and, and Connie <laughs> Nielsen. We should have them in this movie again. You know who was also great? Chris Pine. And it's like they took that idea and they were like, let's build an entire story around how we can get Chris Pine Back Which is the movie. absolute and insanity because because Gal Gadot was 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 good in in she's B- always BVS. Good. She was good in Justice League. She was she even was good always, in this. She was oh she's good in this. And, I, and, and I'm not saying she wasn't good. Like I'm saying they built her up. She did um she did an amazing job, and they wrote her very well in both BVS and in Justice League. I didn't have any issues with her in either one of those movies. And then they wrote this weak ass bullshit for her. Mm-hmm. They wrote her weak. How do you on, write Wonder Woman weak? I'm going to go on record and say that all the actors in this movie are good. Yes, they're they're, they're doing their job. They're they're doing a great job. Except Kristen it, it's, Wiig. It's the no. Kristen no, Wiig was Kristen great. Wiig Terrible. She was, Terrible. She was fine. No. Terrible. I thought, I thought it's, the White House scene. She was the White House scene was good. The story, it's the problem is the story. The story sucks. It's all around the fact that, first, there's so many things that bug me about this (laughs) movie. The villains were awful. The villains were not fleshed out. Can can we hit that real quick? There are two villains in this movie, right? Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord and Kristen Wiig's Barbara, what's her last name? Whatever, She eventually becomes Cheetah. Cheetah, right? What weak, like, pointless villains so, uh, I, I, and again, I am not a comic book collector. I know you two are, and I don't know the backstory of Maxwell Lord. If there was a bigger one, and I'm just dating. It's a only, much better one in the comic I only take what sure. I got here. Tell me, wh- like, what did they miss? Like, why were these guys Everything. so Everything. bad? Everything. Why they were didn't, they here's, so Here's bad? the thing. You, we can't compare them to the comic books because Fair they're enough. nothing like their comic book counterparts. Fair enough. And which is fine. Which is fine. Like, you, you, do, you do you. But the thing a, is. wasn't the, a real estate swindler. Yeah, the the thing is like he he's he's this yuppie businessman who is down on his luck who who is getting caught up in his lies. That that's fine. My problem is this. We spent half the movie explaining this monkey paws wishing stone oh, thing, terrible. which could have been it legitimately is an hour and a half of the movie. I'm not even joking. It could have been explained in a 10-minute scene and we could have spent that time actually developing these villains. There was no like greater development besides oh max lord he's a douchebag he wants the stone he wants to become the stone oh okay Kristen wig she's uh she's quote-unquote nerdy and, and and put upon and gets walked all over okay she she wants to be more powerful and like that's all you get from these characters you you don't get anything it reminded me of the mummy right in in that in that tread carefully no, no, no. I do enjoy the original mummy. Which uh, right. mummy are we talking re- about? The original mummy. It reminded me of the mummy in that there was this exposition of, you know, the Book of the Dead, 
right? Okay. Right. Which which had this power to do this thing, right? Except that was in the first 25 minutes of the movie. And, and then you have the rest of the movie. And then it did the thing. And then Imhotep became this, right? This powerful Unstoppable villain. Unstoppable force. Right. Yes. Right. So, but that's, to me, like, I, I thought it was going that way. Like right. this thing that was on her desk and it was thin and we were going to get a quick thing. And then there was going to be this other. Nope. It was just on and on and on and on with the same thing over and over and over. And everybody's like, mm. here, here's the thing. It, it's. It take, took over half the movie to explain what, what the heck the stone was to begin with. Took over half the movie to explain the rules. They didn't even go through and say, hey, you only get one wish per person right. until over halfway through the movie. So the entire time I'm sitting there like, just use the stone again. Right. Yeah. What the hell are we going through all right. this for? Just use well, the fucking stone again until like, oh, an hour and a half in. Oh, you only get one. Oh, that makes, oh, it's a monkey's paw. That was oh. it. My wife, and I looked okay. at my wife halfway through the movie and went, oh my God, this is a monkey's paw. She's like, oh, really? Like, really? Like, she looked at me like, you're going, they wouldn't be that dumb. And then it was. I was like, oh. An hour this. and a half in a two and a half hour movie to explain a, a something that could have been done in 10 minutes, minutes of exposition yep. is really frustrating. And I can't. And, and, go ahead. And, and as long as we're talking about the rules of the stone that are not clearly established at all, because here's my other problem. And if you read any online reviews, this has already been pointed out by many critics. The stone is clearly like eventually set up that it could just make things appear out of thin air. The president says, we need more nukes. Nukes just appear. Yeah. Boom. Except for when it comes to Steve Trevor. <laughs> Apparently, we can't just have Steve Trevor appear. He has to possess someone else's body. Right. Who then, what happened to that guy? Well, she what had a whole career. Story? She met him at the end of that Hallmark film moment. That's he wasn't, great. And he was not a pilot. Where, did, okay. did he black out for a week? What happened? And and like my thing is like that was unnecessary. My, it was completely unnecessary. And my bigger point too, and you just reminded me, Josh, when we met Steve Trevor, he was not known as a pilot. Gal Gadot, I'm sorry, uh, Diana interacted with him primarily as a spy. So why would she? Oh, oh, he was a pilot. He was a pilot. No, dude, he was a spy. He happened to fly, but he flew prop planes poorly. And he gets into it poorly. poorly, right? And he gets into a jet because the only two times we've seen him fly in that movie, he crashes. Right? The first one he crashes into the island, and the second one, you know, he blows up. So not very good pilot. We've never seen the guy land. Right? Problem. Uh, but so he's gonna fly a Mach one. He flies a Mach 1. First time he's ever flown a jet, right? Jet engines, very different than prop engines, as we've already pointed out. And his first he's time never he's flying, seen a jet engine. And he's just going to hop in? And then the first time he's up in the air, you know what he does? The hell is that? Oh, those are fireworks. It's like flak, you know? Just with colors. You've been... And you've been a Fireworks pilot. existed around the time of <laughs> World War One. Yes. But it's flak. And... Even if he's a shitty pilot, Steve you Trevor should know. In the you don't fly of in the middle of it. It looks very pretty, but you don't fly in the middle yeah. of it. And the invisible jet thing was a huge groan, and and it was campy, l and it was okay. But I'm ugh. fine with her. Like, okay, hey, she had an invisible jet in the comic book. But, she had an invisible jet in the cartoon. We'll play homage to that. What my problem is is that all of a sudden, for some reason, Diana can make things go invisible. Right. And which, can fly. Oh, we'll Which, get to that in a second. 
I'm fine with her flying. She's been flying in the comic books longer than she wasn't flying for. But I don't know if that's true. She started flying in after after Christ in on Infinite Earths. It was is 1986. It's, it's been over 40 years. No, she was. It was. It's not over 40 years. It's almost 40 years. It it's almost 40 years. And how old is the comic book? The comic book, oh, 1940s, 50. She was created in 1942. 42. So, so 44 years of not leg- flying. Yeah. Followed mm. followed by 34 years of flying. Fine. Here's my, I think my bigger problem is she started, she started flying because a boy told her she could fly. Here's my bigger problem. If she could fly, why didn't she fly during Batman vs. Superman? Why didn't she fly during Justice League? Why wasn't she fl- flying in because the movies a, that take place in the CJ, future? Because, CJ, a boy never told her she could fly. <laughs> but she but she already had that knowledge a later on. A boy never told her she could harness the wind in 1980, <laughs> in, in 1984. But in 2016, we, she could have. She I already know. knew. It's, it, look, at, can we go back to the fact that there was no reason this movie had to take place in 1984? There is none. Yes, there's no reason. No. With correct. the exception of I need to see Chris Pine wearing a fanny pack. He can still do that nothing, in 2021. Have you watched Queer no, Eye? He'll just no, wear it on There that. is nothing in this movie that says this needed to take place in 1984. Which is which was another thing that distracted me for the entire time. I was I'm sitting here waiting for, oh, here's the thing that's gonna make it like, oh, this this is why it takes place in 84. And it never came. Besides the fact that she was rocking some fantastic outfits. But it wasn't rocking any of the music, right? The trailer oh, yeah, was right. like, 80s music, motherfucker, buckle up for 1984. And the show is like, what's the music? What's the music that we can license for the mall scene uh, that has no real bearing on the actual the hits of the 1980s? But if you, listen, if you're going to have something set in a time period, music is a great way to invoke that time period. It's a yeah. cheap, easy way to do it, right? Versus, it's not cheap. Well, versus all the set designs and everything else it is. Versus the salaries you have to pay some of these people. And, sure, listen, it is. and 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 1984 had some music. So, like, not using "Jump" or "What's Love Got to Do with It" for any reason, just use not those. even on the radio, right? Right. When "Doves Cry" was 84, you're not gonna um, get Prince. Yeah, no, no, no. You definitely. I don't think you're gonna get Prince. All right, but I, but uh, I hear your point. There's good music from the 80s, and especially the year 84. And Careless Whisper was 1984. They could have pumped that in in the mall somewhere. Yep. They didn't do any of that. So they could have oh. put that in the invisible jet scene. Right. Can you imagine while they're watching fireworks? <laughs> yeah. All the stuff that you could easily just throw into to really. Hey, now we have to pay for it. I'm not there. I'm not there for it. All the stuff that you could easily pump in to make this movie more relevant for the 80s, besides the fashion. Uh, just kind of gone and even fashion and the old timey tv sets they were square cj <sighs> they weren't always rectangles they four, were square four by three four by three i just it, it so that that was distracting like it legitimately was a distracting like this movie was a, a, a bunch of very haphazard decisions that made no sense it was look you you said forgettable i'm not sure i'll ever forget how bad it <laughs> can we put out one thing that that somebody should have saw when they were doing the rough edit and said oh can we get a different take please which is when they were in the, the desert right she she's losing some of her powers those kids are playing out in the middle of the road and yeah. she scoops them up and then when she does the the roll when she falls off the rope 
lands on the, on the kid. <laughs> yeah. And is clearly a dummy that. and a doll, right? Like, it's very clearly a dummy doll, but lands on the kid and rolls around. No, Diana, if you're going to hit the ground, you take the brunt of it, okay? No, you're the I, you demigod, know, not I think the kid. That's, that's a fair example. I could have done without um, oh, well, Kristen Wiig. I could have done without Kristen Wiig. See, I thought she was probably one of the better parts of the nope, freaking movie. She was terrible. And, and I'm on record. I don't know if I'm recorded as saying this, but I am not a fan of Kristen yes, Wiig. You are she is actually, awful. I enjoyed her in this movie. They too. couldn't and I thought, get anyone else. Here, here's the funny thing. Like going going back to my original point about why we had to bring Chris Pine back because okay, maybe because her and Gal Gadot. I'm sorry, him and Gal Gadot had. Amazing chemistry. You know who has amazing chemistry with Gal Gadot? Everybody. That's right. Straight down to Kristen Wiig. They were having great chemistry on they, screen. I'm sitting there They like, should have brought Han from Fast and Furious. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, it's just, She does. I mean, she, she exudes sexuality. She's oozing chemistry. So, I, like, anybody could have played that role. I'm glad they brought Chris Pine back. I am a huge fan of Chris Pine. Um, I'm not a fan of no. Give give give, give Chris Pine some work. That's great, but, but it was unnecessary. But man, it was just just not. I mean, just it just missed the mark. The whole thing missed the mark. Right. I didn't even think about the fact that we have everything else could exist. Why? Why did Chris Pine have to take over? Why did Steve yeah. take over somebody's body? Why do you have to possess someone? Right. We got cows manifesting in the middle of in the middle of yep. the DC. Yep. A whole farm. Yes. A whole farm. Yep, just a, an entire wall just appears. Here's, here's a question for right. no reason. Here's like, a Here's a question I saw, and very, uh, again, uh, not thinking through the D- – now we can go larger to DC, so now we can zoom out and talk about DC at large. This feels very disjointed from the DC universe that is already uh, well, existed. So did the first Wonder Woman, uh, with the exception of the photo. Right. It, it, but but no, in this way, because he's penetrating the entire world with this oh, make one wish. Yeah, not penetrate. a good enough reason to use penetrate. <laughs> he is inundating the world with this – one wish message, right? Is beaming throughout everybody. It's 1980s. Now you two have to check me on this one. Bruce Wayne alive? Yeah, probably. Probably. Parents just dead? born? Yeah, no. that was that was around. Yes, that was Not around the time of the re- that was. Yeah, that was the return of Superman times. That was. My- Josh, like when we're thinking about DC, the, the movie chronological, the movie, chronological order, the movie. In, if BVS takes place in what 2016. And he's supposed to be in his early, what, 40s? Right, but he's at the end of his Batman career. No, he's no, just in see, his early 40s. You can't, I don't, I, I have That to means go. he was born in the 80s, early 80s. He was, he a was young not kid. born in the early 80s. In this timeline, he in was. In this timeline, he would have had to have been born around 1970. Josh, how old are you again? I am 40. Okay. That's how old Batman is supposed to be. No, four years ago. So not a chance. Not a chance. Yes. I, I I think he was in his late forties, early fifties. I think that's the Batman that we saw. I think we saw we, end of his career, Bruce Wayne. Right. Yes. Would he not right. have wished for his parents to come back? Would he not have that moment? Even if he had to renounce it, would he like? Would that moment not have happened? How do people not talk about this? How do the people so, not talk about this day? They all got a magic so wish. If if the math checks out, he was born in about 1972. So in 84, he would have been 12. 12. So his parents, parents were dead. dead. Batman, B- Bruce Wayne yeah, would have wished probably. for his parents to come back. Like 1,000%, right? Even if he had no training, he would just wish for his parents to come back. 
Wouldn't that have changed the whole course of Batman? Well, then he would have had to renounce his wish because what? What he? What he would have lost something, right? Lost Alfred. Right? Oh, oh, and also this movie doesn't give a shit about that stuff. That's the it's problem. Not paying attention you put to it, that and stuff, and this is why it was pointless to have it in 1984. Because it 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 raises another reason it was pointless to have it in 1984. Yeah, it, it raises stupid DCU questions. Where like, oh, they didn't think this through, right? Just more of them rushing to get something cool out of yes. this. Yes, let's list all the things they didn't think through when <laughs> when making this movie. <laughs> this was bad. It was I I I I wanted to enjoy it, not love it. Nothing I tempered I tempered my reaction because Brian hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> I watched um, it. I was disappointed. But but once no, when, Brian watched it, I was like, it's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. I, I, I was hopeful for this movie because I like the first Wonder Woman movie. And I like Gal Gadot in all the other Justice In comparison, I liked it very much. Right? Like, I, I like this. Wonder Woman is the highlight of the DCU to me. I oh, think she's no. Man of Steel. Come on. Uh, no, I will fight. I, 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 I hate Man of Steel. Oh, no, you hate Zack Snyder. No, right I, I will do hate Zack Snyder, but I hate Man of Steel. Um, I I like her. I think she's great. Again, to Brian's point, all the actors, actresses, great job. You you did a great job with what you had. The story was just dog shit. It's not well thought and connected through. And there's and to Brian's bigger point, there's no reason for this to be in the ace. Like, it just made no sense. Uh, what did we at least think about the cameo at the end? Right? When when we, we got to learn... Uh, Oh no, my brain just farted entirely. The Linda stinger. Carter. Yeah, with Linda Carter. We got Linda Carter in the little yeah, nod. I didn't there. see I that, that nice. so that sounds good. Oh, okay. It's just a little nod. Yeah, no, they they make an illusion that she was the original owner of the gold armor that Diana mentions for three seconds and oh, makes she was no the goddess? Sense. Yes. Yeah. That she was the goddess. So they're not saying okay, so not the original Wonder Woman. She was the goddess. She Correct. was the goddess. She's just like, oh hey, here's here's Linda Carter. It's just like, hey, remember Linda Carter? Well, we didn't forget about her either. And here she is. Just oh, hey, remember that story that Diana told Steve for no freaking reason? It has no bearing on anything at all. It's just <laughs> about, and, and like, why does she have the armor? Did, did, did she go and steal it from Themyscira? Like, why does she own it? She did. She said she stole it. She went back to get it. <sighs> That, that was. Anybody, I know there's a seventy year gap here. She said that. She said. I know oh, I there's went a seventy year gap here. But like, who? Like, is it, what? Why? Why is Diana Guys, just sitting we're, there? We're putting more. We're putting more thought into this than they did when writing it. So let's not. My point is, boys, is Diana sitting there saying, "You know what? One day I might need golden she armor." She said that she wanted to collect all the relics of her society. She did say that. She mm-hmm. actually did verbalize that she wanted to have all the all the 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 relics of of her of her society and 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 them. So her society that, still exists. But that's why she the has mascara it. is still there. Is it though? I thought it's it got still destroyed. a thing. It's not like the island was destroyed. Can I? I I, I need to ask another question. I, well, here's all right. So you had uh, they had these games, right? Oh, and we're back to the other scene that made no yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I I have to because I have questions. You have oh, okay. uh, the the warriors competing. Yes, right, and then you have the audience in the Colosseum. Of all these women of seemingly the same age somehow. Correct. Um, Except for Diana. But they're not, they're not warriors. They are. I, thought, I just, I just think it was like the WWF version. It's, it's, it's like the Olympics for Themyscira. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It was, yeah, they're, they're all warriors. They're a warrior nation. No, I, I get it. I'm just, I guess what I'm saying is 
why are all the women in the crowd depicted as oh like just spectators spectators not warriors right mm. we're just oh we're wearing all this you know we're in our garb i um, think they're just chilling they're I think, just watching no, i think I, again i'm just what i'm saying is this is this is a society of warrior women right who are not like not portrayed they're not portrayed that way in the film i agree that bothered me Here's the bigger question about also, this scene. There are no varying ages in that crowd. <laughs> They're all women of the exact same age. True. As well, are all I mean, the warriors, except but, for except for Diana and Robin Wright and Connie Nielsen. Everyone they, else is the same age. But they except talked for those about that three people. in the first movie because Diana was the youngest person on the island. They just they listen, they breezed by it, but it, they, no, they, I they did breeze it. by it. They did make mention. But yes, your point is still I, hey, why are they spectators? I have a bigger question that uh, that I heard on another review of this movie. Yes. Where, so she she goes through the games and it starts off in that little Coliseum area. And then, you know, she ends up on the horse and then they have to hit those checkpoints, right? Yep. And in in the middle, she gets knocked off her horse. And she goes down like this, like, like this slide. A tunnel. A luge. She luged. This luge. And then she gets... Yanked off her, you know, petard for cheating. She got hoisted by her own petard. She did get hoisted. And the thing is, that's not a naturally occurring luge. You put that there. Yeah, except in she the obstacle course. She, no, but she missed a <laughs> checkpoint. It, yeah, she missed a checkpoint. And it's an aqueduct. But they the, never say you missed a checkpoint. They that's say not an aqueduct. You there was cheated. No water in there. But it was a it was a broken leftover aqueduct. That's what it looked like to me. It wasn't just a slide. It looked like it was an aqueduct. It looked like a slide. It did. Look it like looked a like a check the slide. tape and think aqueduct, and you'll you'll see it. And, and my point is, when Robin Wright grabs her and says, "No, you can't win," it wasn't like you missed a checkpoint. It was you took a shortcut or you cheated. She it she, yeah, she did not point out that she missed the checkpoint. Right. It was you you took the shortcut and missed the checkpoint. You're not ready to win. Just you cool. got to the end before us, but yeah, you you're disqualified because you, you missed the checkpoint. Right, but she didn't I, it say it would have been that simple. There's the right. line. <laughs> right, exactly. That's my point. Yep. And again, they don't bring that up later of taking shortcuts anywhere else in the movie where it matters to Wonder Woman's character and her arc. Well, I want to thank again, you both. She, You've made me very angry at eleven o'clock on a Friday she, night. Why have I been angry? And I can't be. And I can't be angry. We're in agreement on this. I can't we be. We are, but now I'm angry just talking about it. <laughs> we can't be angry at Barbara because she made her wish, not knowing that she can make a wish. We can't be married, uh, mad at technically, Diana. Technically, Diana. Yeah, Diana didn't know she, she was did, making. Neither a wish. did Barbara. Barbara didn't know. Yeah, no, they didn't know. I get that. I get that. No, I'm not. That's that's right. We're not angry at them. We're not we're angry. Not, at the we're movie. not angry. At large. <laughs> right, yeah, I agree. Uh, this writing was just terrible. Who wrote this movie? Oh, God. Who gives a shit? I do because I don't want to watch any more movies of them. I want to be well, like, oh. I'll tell you what. When, when, uh, you know, when the bell sounds and they open the purge, that's Ooh, what I'm going after. Patty Jenkins was one of the writers. Jeff Johns was one of the screenwriters. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, no, David he Callum? He was, he was like a, this he was like a, a Wonder a, a Woman. script supervisor type sure, sure, guy. Sure. That's I can see Patty John's Jenkins. I don't is. know who David uh, Callum Callahan. I can't pronounce his name. Sorry. Happy New Year, everybody. Well, listener, thank you so much for listening to us. And we hope you have a fantastic 2021. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work or whatever it is that we are in your life. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. 
Well, welcome to the club, cause you are that kind of nerd. 